This episode of the How'd You Like That Movie podcast is presented by Dazzin, because that's how you should fucking pronounce it. Because we're talking movies, we're talking Cree 3, starring Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, and Jonathan Majors. Written by Keegan Kugler and Zach Balin, and directed by Michael B. Jordan. Chris, it's not only about power, it's time, it's speed. We can't hide your flaws, but we can make them your strengths. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of How'd You Like That Movie? We're going to be talking about the forgettable film in a forgettable franchise, Creed 3! Ding, ding, ding! (laughs) Hey Scott, I'm uh, assuming that from that intro you can already tell my general feelings on this film and this franchise. So Scott, why don't you take us away? Well, before we start, let's... uh have an acknowledgement chris is nominated for the Bernice adams award he um nominated himself and got accepted <laughs> it, it was it was very it was very um good of them to you know nominate an award for cambridge residents here and you know there's not many in the performing arts visual you know the that... award is in cambridge right yeah <laughs> For Cambridge residents, it's this, it's a so, Cambridge award for people in Cambridge for performing arts. Yes, so. yeah. So the, the the fact that Chris just nominated himself instead of you know fake nominating the podcast for this award, he could have been a two time winner. But you know, it goes to show that Chris only thinks about himself. Listen, I've got a, I've got a bad history of two timing, so I didn't want to keep it up, and now I can't <laughs> keep it up. So that's why I don't two time anymore. All right. All right. Now, let's uh, let's get into uh, the Creed uh, three flick here. Yeah. So I just w- want to start with a question. So Chris, um, are you like jealous of Michael B. Jordan directing this? Is this why you don't like this film? Like, uh, I'm actually does, like not I'm... a big fan of Michael B. Jordan uh, as an actor in general. Definitely not as a fucking director. Like <laughs> this has so much like. Because, like, supposedly he was put up for director by the producer, the, uh, the son of the original uh, IP owner. I just don't have it in my notes. You you know, do you know? Like, Erin Erin Winkler? Yeah, 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 yeah. And to me, all I could think of is, like, this is just a way to, like, jerk off your star to make sure you just keep turning out those sweet, sweet films. Like, now they talk about having, like, the Creediverse, and I'm just like, oh, my God, everything about this fucking movie and this franchise is fucking awful. Um, and unfortunately, I really, 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 like, wanted to like this franchise. Like, going right back to Creed 1. I, I recently watched all the films. I was like, I like the idea in in some respects, but, like, the idea of, like, you know, moving away from Rocky Balboa's shadow, but being able to, and Sylvester Stallone and being able to do this, um, this, this fucking whole franchise is shit. Um, but let's, we can talk a bit about Creed three. Am I jealous of him? He's a fucking, like, he's not a great director. There's nothing great about this film. Um, but we're going to, we're going to take this apart, like one by one with like some punches and hooks and uppercuts. Uh, did you watch this (laughs) in the theater? Yeah, I did. And let me tell you, I think part of my enjoyment of this movie was watching it in theaters. 
Now, did, did you not watch it in theaters? Or did, did, did you, you D-box it? No, no, we didn't do D-box. We just, we, we just went to normal theater here, local theater. Uh-huh. Um, and there's nothing like the fucking enjoyment of like going into a movie that's coming out like you know when it's the last week before it comes out of the theaters and in your row a 74 year old man is getting jerked off by his wife and then he he decides to to let everybody know that he came when just when the music goes down and all you hear is the no way no way 100 100 (laughs) percent it took all of my you power. heard it here first on Scott Cock. <laughs> it took all of my power not to fucking like clap laugh my ass off as much as I wanted to. So I think you probably had a much more exciting film to watch than I did. Then uh, I watched it at home. I, I purposely paid the twenty some odd dollars uh, because I was not loving the two Creed films coming into this. Uh, I just was like, well, if I don't like it, at least I'm at home. I'm, it was worth the 20 some odd dollars to watch it at home. So I could eventually go on my phone and start, uh, looking at my, doing my notes for this show while I was still stuck watching like in yet again, another film, even at a, I think it's only an hour and 54 minutes. I'm like, it's too fucking long, man. Um, the, like the ending of this film, like most Rocky films should have ended in the ring. That like whole section where he goes out and he talks to his buddy, then he's got his fucking kid in the ring. I'm like, what is going on here? Just cut that shit. Like that right there shows me that like the director had like this film tried to tell so many fucking. Not only did it try to tell a whole bunch of stories at the same time, it tried to rip off like as many fucking Rocky movies as it could at the same time while telling all these fucking stupid stories. And to be honest. I don't give a shit about Adonis Creed because other than like his hard life before he was like 12, he's a fu- He's basically the fresh prince of fucking Bel Air. Like fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck his rich ass. Like he fucking whines like a fucking bitch with a skin knee throughout the fucking series in Creed two. When Rocky's like, I can't help you train Drago, like, to fight Drago's son. He gets his fucking ass handed to him. And then he's just like, meh, Rocky, this is your fault. Meh. I'm like, fuck you. And Michael B. Jordan as a heavyweight fighter is never believable in my mind. Never. I don't know. He, he's pretty rough. Like. He's, yeah. Well, you know who does look like a fucking heavyweight fighter? is fucking Jonathan, Jonathan Major. Majors, man. He's got that. He's in a. I was going to say his next film too. I think it opens around Christmas for award season is all about like bodybuilding. Um, and I don't know the name. I'm not on it right now, but I can check while we're doing it. But yeah, it's like all about like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like bodybuilding competitions. And they, they, they release like the preview image and he looks fucking rap. Shit. Well, and it's not Boy. just the size, right? Like Jonathan Majors, like he has almost that like aggressive, predatory, hard man look. Like Michael B. Jordan, like just always looks like a bit of a bitch. Like, and and it's I feel like it's in his contract again. So I'm gonna be making a lot of comparisons to the Rocky series, and to me, the Rocky series ends with four. <laughs> the rest of the five, five sucks with Tommy Gunn and, and all. I brought what? it up. Well, yeah. I hear no. Re- I don't hear no bell, Tommy. I hear no bell. <laughs> Street fight. Come on. 
Rocky doing the leg, like scissor kick. <laughs> that that's where Rocky Six should have gone. He should have been like, "Fuck boxing, I'm going uh, MMA." He's like, "I'm doing bum fights <laughs> against Kimbo Slice." That should have been number six. So but go ahead. If you look at like the type of damage that Rocky takes in his films, like he looks fucking punched out, like beat up. Apollo Adonis Creed never even like when he's supposedly losing he doesn't look like fucked up from the fight and it's almost like it's like you know how the rock has in his contract he can't like ever lose a fight in his movies it's like Michael B. Jordan's just like I always gotta look fucking pretty um okay you gotta say otherwise that you might as well just go home because I'll just do my own podcast no no like does does this movie have flaws yes um, I would argue, does this film have any redeeming qualities? <laughs> Not yes. the opposite. It's mostly yeah. flaws. No, no, it does have redeeming qualities. Such like as? One, um, Mila Davis-Kent, who plays Amara Creed. I think she did an amazing job. And I do like that her being deaf herself. Um, it was never like shown on screen as a weakness it was just everyday life right like you know uh okay so listen and i i actually i i love the fact that a deaf actor is being cast as a deaf person and it's not being shown as a a diminutive why the fuck is her daughter deaf just because she had some degenerative hearing like i just didn't understand the like logic of using that in the film like what was the why did they make that character deaf like what was the point of doing that like how does it move the story along other than look to be honest it looked like a fucking gimmick is what it looked like i don't know man i i did appreciate it and i liked how they you know they actually did like 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 in coda where you know section of the films are in sign language and you can see it you know them learning that and everything like that um but that's the thing like why is any child born deaf you can have two children sure but in, in a film in a film you are you are telling a story that is written down. It is not real life. So what was the reason? What was the creative choice around that? Also, you know what else a lot of deaf people are able to do? Read fucking lips. So like there's times when they're basically talking to her and he's like getting his buddy to sign to her because like the idea that like she wouldn't be able to fucking read this fucking dude's lips. Anyway, I, f- I felt it very gimmicky. But yes, she, the actor, did a, a fantastic job. Keep going. Okay. Now, I think Jonathan Majors, awesome. Yes, awesome yes. job. He is one of the 100% redeeming qualities. And Tessa Thompson, actually. She did a great job as well. Yeah, but I do have some issues with, uh, I think, in terms of does this movie have flaws? Yes, I think part of it was script. And I think it started at the script. And number two, the thing that I think, in terms of flaws, what should have been you know the highlight of this film like it's the highlight of every fucking rocky film i think it's the training montage the training montage blew on this one. Oh, it was awful actually none of the training montages in the creed series i just went back and watched rocky 4 man that is the fucking most awesome you can't, you can't compare that that's the <laughs> yeah that is like i would argue so rocky of... films the, the the first four rocky films are broken to me into two categories one and two are dramas three and four are action films and they are perfect in every way in their genre <laughs> like fucking rocky four is the fucking bomb keep going 
yeah like him you know going i'm going old school and having like the fucking tree trunk and going through the woods or into the snow training there yeah while, and then the know, soviets using well, like steroids and, 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 yeah well, yeah they're like yeah yeah 100 percent. that's the gold standard of montage and that like amazing 80s rock and roll like rocky five would have been 90s but sure rocky four um, though it's rocky four it's the late 80s which still would have been 90s man it's not 90s it's like 86 or something the fucking cold war is still going on and the wall came down in 89 so get get with your fucking history buds keep yeah, going because it, it's uh it's like you know in glorious bastards they had to go back to show that it was rocky's rocky's the reason yes that uh the war okay, ended. yeah you're yeah. right you're right 85. yeah, yeah. I, I know my geo, <laughs> geopolitical history uh so keep going so what the script was bad yeah <laughs> see i think the script um is it started to lay out you know where where the drama was gonna come at the end or during it where you know where it was like it's gonna lay out the verbiage you know when he's like oh when he goes to like tessa when jonathan majors they're at the party and they go to tessa thompson's character and he was like how does it feel to have somebody else you know sing your songs for you mm. And then she's like, oh, I'm, you know, it's good because of, you know, everything that was happened. I, you know, I've moved on. And then 20 minutes later, she has that, like, it just seemed rush and pace. Like, I fucking hate that other people do it and I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I want to, right? But can we actually even just talk about the, like, the story of the fighters? So dude gets mm -hmm. out of jail after 18 years. Okay, so even the timeline seemed weird because... Rocky II, <clears throat> Adonis Creed is fighting Drago's son, okay? And so they have that, that's, that's the, the, the big bad, and that's the point of the story. And mm -hmm. then what are we, like 18 years later? Like how many no. years, well, how many years later are we that Adonis Creed is supposedly, leave, like, no, like, because he's retiring. They, they show that first. I think it's like five. I think it's five from the first one. So, so he had Four a five-year boxing career and then he retired? <laughs> Yeah, because he, he's fucking smart. He didn't want to end up like Rocky. Okay, well, what about uh, uh, Money Mayweather? How long was his fucking career? And his he was like known no, for te being... Technically, it's still going on. Yeah, yeah, but nobody showed up. Okay, so yeah. then we're talking about Drago again because like mm -hmm. he's trying to set up another fight for Drago. And... Yeah, they're friends. Like technically, the ending of this movie was going to be the ending of Rocky too. Or sorry, Creed, Creed two, two yeah. in which they met after and you know realized they hashed it out that their father's dramas. Yes, and he dramas. has to keep fucking doing that. He has to keep the same with the end of this one. You know, like I said, it should have ended in the ring. It's supposed to be a fucking boxing which movie. Stop Creed trying to do did. what's that? Yes, uh, stop trying to do like drama and action together and doing none of them well. Um, so first off, I'm like, I un the only let's be honest, the only reason fucking Drago is in this is because they want to have the Creediverse and then go on do a Drago fucking spinoff. Like, instead of trying to write IP for a franchise, just write good fucking movies in the franchise. Just write them good, write them well, and let that carry the day. Don't try and put in fucking nine hundred fucking e like they're Marvel. It's like the Marvelization of fucking franchise films. We got to have all these yes. Easter eggs. We got to make sure all the characters are set up so that we can have their own fucking spinoff TV shows and their talk show and all this other fucking bullshit. Also, 
The fucking idea, I don't give a fuck how great a boxer you were 18 years ago. The idea that you're coming out of prison in within what? Two months, three weeks. I don't, again, the time on this film is way off. You beat the heavyweight champion of the world, like, to a fucking pulp. Even in the Rocky verse, that is fucking stupid. Okay? Like, that, it doesn't happen anywhere wow. else. Go ahead. Because I, I pulled fucking stacks on, stats on the fictitious characters. Like, I have Rocky, Apollo Creed, Clubber Lang, and Ivan Drago's fucking stats in front of me. So let's fucking, let's fucking go. But wasn't Ivan Drago's debut against Apollo Creed? Okay, so I knew you were going to bring that up. It was his professional debut, but he was an Olympic gold medal fighter. And depending on what stats, he either had 100 so wins. you're saying whoa, 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 the whoa, Olympics he... didn't test for drugs in the 80s? What are you talking about? Well, if Drago was There's a difference between a up. fucking Olympic boxer who's like two Olympic heavyweight boxer who comes out of his Olympic, like he finishes the Olympics. He's boxing competitively at the highest levels in the Soviet Union, books a fight in the United States, and a dude that got out of fucking jail. Okay, those are not the same. But if I remember uh, the character of um, Dame, he also was... He was like a Golden he, Gloves boxer when he was a kid. Going to the Olympics, but then that, that was his happened. goal to go to the Olympics. 18 fucking years ago, Drago was at the Olympics, won the gold medal, came to America. He was fighting as a, like a, like a professional amateur, which is the whole, you know, there was the whole conflict of like the Soviets really had professional fighters, but they were competing in the Olympics. Like you cannot compare the amateur career of Avon Drago with, um, Fucking Jonathan Major's characters, like Dame, like yeah, I, I can't. I can't one's a fucking bum out of jail, and the other guy. They're both fictitious characters. Yeah, but we're they're fictitious characters that exist in a world that is being created, but which shows a how bad. How do you know that? Go ahead. There's 18 years. He could have been the you know American penal system champion, right? They box each other, like they have boxing things. I, like, I read Danny Trago's book, and he was training boxers in jail when he was in fucking jail. You know what they don't do? They don't come out and beat the fucking heavyweight champion of the world. So but what I think the is... the dirty tricks. So the reality is, is this originally was supposed to be uh, Clubber Lang's son. That was the original conversations when Sylvester Stallone was still attacked. To the also, the whole, like, everybody's got to be the son of someone Rocky fought is also fucking stupid. Just make up some new characters. And, and that's why they didn't go that way, right? Because, yeah, it, then it's just literally, I'm going to rehash fucking every Rocky villain. But basically, their son. he he is Clubber Lang. He's supposed to be the, like, you know, uh, Adonis Creed has gotten too soft. They're trying to take too much Rocky mythology, squeeze it down, and put it all in these films. Like, the broken hand, and I'm not going to say who breaks their hand, why does Apollo Creed originally fight Rocky in the original Rocky? Because his opponent broke his hand, and then the fight's already booked, so Apollo then goes looking for another fighter, and that's when he gives Rocky Balboa the chance. But Rocky Balboa was, was not an amateur. Rocky Balboa was a professional fighter with a professional career. He had 44 wins, 38 of them by knockout. But he was a club fighter. But he was a pro. Again, we've got dude coming out of jail that's never had a fucking professional fight ever beating the world heavyweight champion. Like, get the fuck out of here. Just do better fucking writing, man. Like, fuck. Yes. 
sometimes, like I said, I think the writing was it tried to fast track everything in which um, gave it like the defaults, but it was still an enjoyable movie. Like even still when no, it was not like, enjoyable. They had that conversation. <laughs> like, I, I enjoyed it. What, what did you like about I'm it? I'm saying like even like, but like I said, like in terms of the faults, like in terms of the writing, like the one scene where, you know, when he first comes back and then they go out for dinner and then literally they he starts telling him how he was writing him the whole time. And he was like, oh, I never got the those letters. And he goes, where were you sending it to him? And then he gave, uh, you know, the mom Mama Creed's address. And he, yeah, he goes, yeah, she still lives there. That plot point is not picked up until 45 minutes later when she brings him the letters. And then he gets upset. I'm like, but in timeline of the movie, it's been like three months. It's like he said it, you forgot about it, and then oh, now he's upset about it. Yeah, he didn't just like, like you figure he would have like left and like called his mom and been like, "Did you get like, a bunch of letters that I'm night?" Like, yeah, yeah. He, she go, he goes, she goes. His wife's like, "Where were you?" He's like, "Oh, I, I I met up with an old friend of mine, Dame." And then she had the face, and then that that really should have been where the conversation happened, right? But the whole the whole fact too, I think. There was there were some stuff that were said, which I hope is um, if they are making a Creed four, they will. Like They're gonna that. make this. Listen, okay. So this thing had a fucking seventy five million dollar budget. It did. It's done two hundred fifty three million at the box office. Who knows how much it's gonna do on streaming? Probably tons. So let's even do the you know fifty percent. So we've got one twenty five as your budget with your uh, marketing. You're still made fucking over $125 million. They are 100% going to fucking, they're going to milk this fucking cow until we're like Creed 10 goes to Manhattan, fights Jason. No, it, wouldn't, it won't be, well, I guess Creed will be Amara and then she'll be facing, uh, uh, what was Buster Lang? What was Mr. T's character? Oh, yeah, yeah uh, uh, Clubber Lang. Clever Lang, she'll be facing his granddaughter. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but um, like, the one thing I liked is when they had, when him and Mama Creed had, had the, the argument, and he was saying how, you know, he never felt, like, at home because the other Cree children, like, pretty much made him an outcast. We've never seen the other kids. No, we've seen them in the Rocky. We've seen them in Rocky, in... and they're basically just swimming in the pool and shit, right? That you know what I mean? Yeah, but you haven't seen them in the Creed verse, right? Like you figure there are the like that drama, that animosity kind of thing, really should be like you see the Mama Creed, she takes him in, and then that's it. Like, and then even this flashback here, it's him and his like souped up room crossing like fucking fences, but. There's never an any interaction with these kids. Yeah. Like his siblings, right? Which, you know, you would think based if, on if it was such an important here, like aspect of like his development and feeling like an outcast that there should be them picking on him. Creed v Creed or something. Or like you're not a real Creed. Right, Cause wasn't your your mama was a whore, you know, my our mama was his wife or something like that. Like that that's fucking yes, there's some real drama you could build into there. Because Creed two, like there's Christmas, right? Wasn't there, or was that Creed one, where where there was like a a Christmas scene, and it's him with Rocky and 
Mama Creed and then Tessa Thompson's character, but these other kids never show up. Yeah. It's just like Rocky. The ones that really would have been like Rocky would have felt like their uncle to them because they like grew up with Rocky and his son. And his kids. Yeah. But you don't see, yeah, like that. I hope they do if they're making a Creed verse. Um, kind of go, go out. Look and at these guys. Right so, there. and look then as, these, as look a, at these guys. Sorry, I want to jump on this other point right away <laughs> is that, uh, so when they asked Michael B. Jordan, like, oh, where'd you get some influences? He was like, like manga and all this bullshit. And Before the- you go there, shut the fuck up. Just shut your mouth. Because <laughs> I like manga. That's fine. So but like, son. so they have this like surreal section when they're fighting in the end. And I'm like, the fuck is going on here? This is stupid. This is again, like either he's like, I'm trying to be artistic, but I'm not really artistic. Or this is out of some manga bullshit, but it doesn't really work with the film. And it just, I was like, I know what you're, you're talking about. Like when the, yes. When the cage the comes crowd up, goes away yeah, fucking stupid. and it goes all green string. Right. And then, yeah, then he, every, every punch is him fighting against like what he thinks this guy went through. Yeah. Um, he should, he should watch yeah, more I like quality it. film and stop watching cartoons. And then maybe he'll make better fucking movies. <laughs> but, uh, them fighting words uh but like to me i checked like that whole sequence too i thought was really kind of off because it took away like for myself kind of the um the pace it was going in terms of the fight with the crowd the crowd yeah. getting into yes, it yes yes and everything like that so i'm like did they film this during like lockdown COVID or something how... like that yeah yeah but then i'm like no they started they started in January 2022, so pretty much majority of the lockdowns were done. And I was trying to research if if they did lock it down, like film it in lockdown. But but that's what I what what I thought too, because there was a lot of like green screen in terms of where the arena was, and to me, like that took me out because it was very evident that it was on a green screen. Yeah, man. Um, I had, so the, the biggest challenge for me was for some, like, so this has got an 89% from critics on Rotten Tomatoes and 96 from the audience. So when I was trying to find my quote, I'm like, everybody was like, this movie's fucking awesome. This is like critics. And I'm like, did you guys watch the same fucking movie as me? Like, what the fuck? Get your fucking head out of your ass. So the best I could find was, uh, Sarah Michelle Fredders from moviefreak.com said, Majors dominates prowling through each scene as if he were a sly, observantly carnivorous velociraptor craftily craftily stalking its prey. And I I think that Majors does an amazing job in this. I guess the smartest thing Michael B. Jordan does is just keeps the fucking camera on him. Because he fucking owns every fucking scene he's in. He's so fucking badass. He should have been Adonis Creed. Like when I see this guy now, like I'm like they should have cast this fucking guy because Michael B. Jordan. I think just... they have, like I think now, now Adonis has technically his, um, oh my god, what's the dad's name? Which dad? Um, Apollo. Like yeah, he has his Apollo now. Now he has his like formal rival that is now going to be helping him in terms of training. Whatever. I That's, just mean the actor, the actor fucking should have been cast. Jonathan be. Majors should have been cast as fucking Creed in the first place. But unfortunately the director worked on, what is it? Fruitville station with Michael B. Jordan. And so that's how he got pulled in. And now we're stuck with this fucking guy. Um, 
Jonathan Majors, man. Like, he was in Hostiles, White Boy Rick, The Last Black Man in San Francisco, Defy Bloods, The Harder They Fall, and he was in Devotion, which is also kind of an awful film. But if you want to know how awful, you can go and listen to our podcast on that. We did Devotion. Oh, yeah, we did do Devotion. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how forgettable that fucking film was. Oh, yeah. Top Gun uh, Korea style. But he also, like, he is... Um, I'm going to say this, but don't like it's you're, you're going to have to take it kind of out of context. And and what I mean is he is, um, I think, a movie star. And what I mean in terms of movie star is like old school, like when he's on the screen, like like true leading man is what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, I, you, I know what you like, mean, man. Like he he like even in the five bloods right where he was technically the comic relief in that movie like he he took it over like he you gravitate towards him like every movie that i've seen him in um he's like Sidney like, poitier or brad pitt or whatever <clears throat> quentin tarantino in like from dust till dawn oh, you, know, yeah. you just gravitate towards it's, him it's it's really glad i'm actually really glad that quentin tarantino doesn't really do any acting like every time he acts in his films you're like this is the worst part of this movie like when he did his australian accent in uh django unchained you're like oh, okay go go away quentin go away just go back behind the camera but, but um yeah like, uh, and, and that's what i mean like he i i'm gonna make some predictions i'm gonna make some bold predictions here one, he gets nominated for Best Supporting next year's Oscar. Two, Michael B. Jordan gets director. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like an Oscar? No, no, nominated. I'm just saying the nomination. fuck out of here. A, it's way too fucking early in the season. It's like fucking the Oscars just ended. So that, that festival runs not. Get the fuck out of here. They are not giving... This fucking clown, a first like first film he's ever directed, a fucking Oscar nod. You Did okay? They do fine. that for Affleck at Argo. Ooh, that's a good point. I'll have to look into that. <sighs> Fuck, I hope not. Otherwise, like the Oscars. Are I'm just saying, in terms lunch. of nominees, like, and there's a shit ton of nominees, right? <laughs> he there's usually he's like five. Be... So that's that's the shit ton. There's five. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh. I get. I, I'm going to say he gets nominated for director. I think 100% Majors gets nominated for best supporting. The fucking if, o- we're talking about the Oscars here. Creed yes. three is going to have this many Oscar nods. Did it not? Did Creed one not have the same? I don't think so. Did it have any? Sylvester Stallone for best supporting. That's uh, one. Coogler for director, and I believe Creed one was up for best picture too uh i don't know maybe can our maybe our producer can fucking look into that they did how many uh, oscar nominations creed one had um okay I'm, keep going with your fucking that. fantasy fucking football here buds I, it's not fantasy man i'm telling you like they're that, that's the thing they're already starting i know you're saying the season's over like the whole thing the whole reason why amazon doesn't matter Studios... it's going to christopher nolan for fucking oppenheimer anyway so no it's not I haven't even watched the movies, but I can guarantee. Buddy, Cillian Murphy, black to. and white, Christopher Nolan, boom! It's going to win all the Oscars. That's my prediction. Do you have anything else to actually say about this fucking movie? While our producer yeah. looks up that information, um, yeah, I would say rent it uh, if you know you you want to enjoy yourself. It is 
it's a good popcorn film right and like listen if you if you really want to watch it and just you know be a middle-aged out of shape man and you know just look at what your life could have been if you actually hit the gym once in a while like it'll it'll do good it'll do good for you it motivates you that's why i'm wearing this after this i'm gonna go sit on the couch and watch some people do crossfit (laughs) um i would argue that if you want to watch a Creed One has one nomination for Best Supporting Actor, and that's Sylvester Stallone. And that's basically an Oscar given to him. First off, his performance in it was very good. And it's like a legacy award at that point, right? Like, remember, he got it. Did he win the Oscar for Best Screenplay for no. the original uh, Rocky? Maybe, maybe Screenplay, but he didn't yeah. get anything for... Um... Still, not bad. Writing a fucking script and going right to the Oscars. Um, there are much better boxing movies. First off... Rocky 1 through 4, all better movies than any of these films in the series. Southpaw is a shitty movie, but the boxing's way better. <laughs> or watch The Fighter. The Fighter's awesome. Watch Warrior. Actually, like, fucking... Warrior's pretty good. There is a boxing movie. I haven't watched it, but it's on my queue with um, Ben Foster. Oh, like I love World Ben War Foster. II. Yeah, like, I like, like Ben World Foster World War II kind of era boxer, like during World War II um i don't know the name of it off the top of my head but it does uh, the trailer does look good but it's just look up ben foster's imdb and then look at the one that looks like a boxing movie um yeah man like seriously i would wait till this comes out on streaming like non-paid streaming put it on if you want to like you know make because you've watched all the other films in the franchise uh i want to actually yeah and if you're listening to this let me know what you think because i thought it was a fucking pile of dog shit and uh, Michael B. Jordan should not be put in. Michael B. Jordan, uh, what's his name there? Uh, Michael B. Jordan's sort of like Kubin Gooding Jr., except smaller. <laughs> like, there's nothing believable about this man as a tough guy. He's like Ryan, when they put Ryan Gosling as a tough guy role. I'm like, have you seen Gladiator? Gladiator. Have like, you seen Gladiator? Like Gladiator, like Russell Crowe Gladiator? Like that no, Gladiator? the first fucking Gladiator movie with that... Cuba Gooding Jr. and Brian Dempsey. No, I have no idea what about, movie you're talking about right now. All about underground boxing. Oh, okay. Cuban Gooding, and it's like high school kids. That's like great. Yeah, Jr. you know what? I'll tell you right now, like, Cuban Gooding Jr., anytime they put him in a tough tag role, and he's like, I'm here to be a tough guy, Cuban Gooding Jr. I'm like, no, no. The only person who oh can pull off God. that voice is Mike Tyson, because he's the fucking champ. He will always be the fucking champ, heavyweight champion in the fucking world, Mike Tyson. Come on, man. Come on. And that is our wrap for the day. Please like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends. If you want to get a hold of us, reach us at the www.howdyoulikethatmovie.com. So, I mean, in the uh, uh, sideshow here, uh, when we're talking about being top critics, you know what I realized is like, uh, I wonder what the man that was being jerked off thought about the film that you just watched, Scott. Oh, he, he was enjoying it. He enjoyed it. He's like, it was explosive. <laughs> but, but that was the thing, like, driving home, 
I literally thought about that man's name. Who did you watch? Who did, I hope your kids weren't with you this time. It was my nephew. Because oh, no. he, he was into he's into the movie. So yeah, so I, I took my nephew. Um so like but like dropping off my nephew, I, I literally thought about that guy's day and he was like, you know, he woke up, took a shower, ate, and he was like, Oh fuck, we're going to the movies. Production by Rod Shaver. Vader Monkey Productions.